Hi, I'm Jennifer. And I'm Matt. This podcast is your regular dose of uplifting, inspiring, and motivating life changing tips and success strategies to help you create the wealth, health, lifestyle, passion, and prosperity for your own life that you want to create. Welcome to the Prosperity Project. Welcome to episode 41 of the Prosperity Project. Today we're actually talking about something that's very personal. We're going to be sharing a little bit about our business life for once. We've titled this Lessons Learned from the First Three Years as an Entrepreneur. But actually, I think I've been an entrepreneur probably for a lot longer. If you've listened to the podcast, you know I've dabbled in many different things, as all entrepreneurs do. I don't think it's just been three years. Yeah, you've done a few bits and pieces. You did your cheerleading thing, which was doing your own thing and making your own way in a business. Yes. And then, although the YouTube thing has been three years, yes, there's consistent. also been some other supplementary thoughts yep, and ideas. Drop shipping, print on demand. We've done, we've done a lot of things, actually, haven't we? Yeah, Websites. And, and not everything has worked. Nope. Not everything has brought success or is continuing on with what we're doing now. Yeah, and I guess the title is The, the Three Years is the Business We're In Just Now. So three years properly of, I suppose, working towards making it a, a tangible, income and well if you've listened to the podcast or you watch our YouTube channels you know that it it has changed our life it really changed our life quite quickly in fact and then this year we're both full-time entrepreneur are we entrepreneurs are we more just lifestyle designers I can't work out it's basically we're sharing our talents as best as we can the problem is I don't like really the word entrepreneur because it sounds sounds stuffy doesn't it yeah it sounds stuffy it It sounds like what these tech kids in America (laughs) say they are and 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 people that say sell scentsy candles and things like that <laughs> I don't there's, no, there's nothing wrong with doing those things exactly. but I wouldn't call someone that's doing that an entrepreneur yeah. I would say that they're just trying to resell some products nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that they're a product salesman yeah I think the word entrepreneur makes it sound a lot sexier there's a lot of hustle and hard work usually when you're building a business but yeah what what have the past three years really taught us well I think the key thing is when you're starting out like any journey I actually believe a lot of the time that if you don't have immediate success, that's actually a good thing. And certainly from me, when I talk to people maybe in YouTube or building online businesses, it's almost like you hope that you're going to find the secret sauce very quickly. You know, you hope you're going to put out two videos and everyone in the UK is going to watch them. They're going to be a viral hit. Absolutely. But my understanding and my realisation is actually there's a bit of beauty and a bit of a bit of like learning process in the grind, like showing up every single week or showing up every day or whenever you've got a free moment for a year. It's probably likely to be part of the process. Like, are you prepared? It's kind of like working out, right? Are you prepared to show up when it does not feel right? It feels painful. You feel you made no progress. And can you do that consistently for a year to 18 months? I think that's what builds success. It's what do you do when no one's watching? What do you do mm. when no one cares, when there's nothing really in it as far as a tangible result of that time? Mm. Because you'll find that there's many people that will try different things, whether that's a diet or a business or whatever it happens to be, mm. and you'll try it for a month or so. Mm. You'll yeah. not get to that ultimate result. So you'll see some progress maybe, especially if you're doing yeah. things like weight loss. You'll see a couple of pounds, but you're not necessarily going to have that swimsuit body you were looking for Absolutely. as an ultimate goal. Yep, yep. And it still seems so far away. Absolutely. And the same as if you decide to make a YouTube channel. You start to make a few videos Mm. and you're still at eight watchers, 
per video when, <laughs> yeah. when you're two months yeah. along. Yeah, that's normal. And you're just thinking, well, that's <laughs> such a long way. Mm. And then it's really easy to give up. Mm. And that's the biggest challenge, I think, for most people. It's forgetting the fact that you need to do the work mm. in order to gain an audience, gain traction, gain progress, gain momentum, mm -hmm. and also gain those habits that ultimately allow you to get to the goal but mm -hmm. sustain it when you're there absolutely and it is all about especially if you're going from nothing and i think it's really important if we're an entrepreneur you kind of consider it's like not having a nine-to-five job so you're creating something from nothing so first of all it's probably likely that you're going to deal with a lot of fears because you'll be using your skills and your talents that you've never thought about before so not just understanding how a business is going to work but you're probably going to be monetizing things like or some particular way or some problem you've solved and that then throws you wide open to actually judgment from people as well i think actually the self-judgment kicks in first uh, right you have the well, first of all you're going to be ballsy enough to get over the fear because when you don't the when you don't start something and you have the dream that is brilliant it's like a you know, when you go to sleep and you imagine you're at Walt Disney World or whatever, it's all nice in your head, but actually taking the first step, what if you don't get this goal? What if you don't get this dream that you've imagined? And I think it's the fear of the unknown that actually, if you could just take a t couple of steps, you'll overcome so much and you'll realise you will get what you want. You know, it's just a, a journey you have to be on as well. I actually think that fear piece and then ultimately deciding to do it mm. is actually one of the reasons why a lot of people fail things. Mm, mm. The reason being is if you're, let's say you're going to make a YouTube channel and you set yourself up mm. and you've not done a video and you've been having the fear of how it's going to be, is it going to be good enough, whatever. So you built it up, you built it up, you built it up mm. over the course of time. And then eventually you've had the courage to actually make the video yep. and you put it online. Yep. So that's a big deal, right? Oh, that's absolutely. a big emotional stress. And then a week later, three people have watched it. <laughs> so the one's challenge... your mom, one's your sister, one's your brother. Exactly. Kind of so you built it up in your head as this massive thing to achieve. Yeah. And no one cares. Yeah, exactly. So it's almost like all that prep, all that effort was for nothing. Mm -hmm. All that stress and drama and everything else. Mm -hmm. And I think actually that can be quite deflating. Mm -hmm. Because in an ideal world, you do something that's difficult. And you get immediate rewards. You, you right? get a pat on the back. You get a round of applause. Everywhere you, you walk, it. people are clapping for you. Mm -hmm. Or if you do something like a skydive, you get that high or whatever. Mm -hmm. But when you find that there's no real upside mm -hmm, from mm -hmm. all of that, stress and negative thought and yeah. all that building up for yourself it can feel particularly underwhelming mm -hmm. and I think that the next video then becomes slightly easier to make but also you feel like well why bother because no one's watching and again you proved right because no yeah. one cares <laughs> and and then that's the biggest challenge of how do you continue on because it's that it's that stressful almost high of yay I did it mm. to oh no one cares. Mm. And and that, I think, in some areas... Can be too much for people. It's, it's really mm. difficult. Mm. Just that stress and pressure. You know, the same as if you're deciding to go to work out for the first time. What happens is you decide you're going to go for a run. Mm. You go out for a run. You come back sweaty, tired, sore and everything else. Mm -hmm. No one cares. <laughs> it's not like a, a marathon where there's a bunch mm. of people by the side of the road clapping and cheering you on. No, it's just little old you with your red face, <laughs> out of breath. Yeah. No one cares. And also, you don't feel amazing afterwards. Mm -hmm. And if you go out for a second run at some point, you feel just as knackered as the first yeah, time. Yeah, if not more so. Yeah. So at which point you're not getting 
immediate highs and immediate mm. feedback in a positive way mm. from the 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 mindset that you had beforehand mm-hmm. that you know what I'm going to force myself to do this hard thing you really need that praise and that recognition yeah that's and a lot of times it? especially when you're starting out you won't get it externally mm-hmm, you won't mm-hmm. get it immediately mm. um you know you can say oh my mum watched my video your mum's always going to give you a pat on the back Absolutely, and say well done dear love you. Yeah. even if you suck <laughs> but the point is that it's moving past those steps mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and actually finding that momentum. And that's, I think, one of the key things that we've learned is that you need to keep showing up mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. keep doing the thing that's right for your journey. Yep, yep. And yep. then that's when results start to uncover themselves. Yeah, and results, I had someone ask me this on Instagram, results doesn't mean monetary as well. That's the, another lesson that I'll throw in here as we kick off this podcast. It's not all just about the dollar, the pound sign. Like, remember, when you when you start as an entrepreneur or a business idea, it's because you believe there's something missing or that you've got something that just sets you above everyone else doing a certain skill set. So YouTube and content creation is what I know. I'm, I feel that like I'm a teacher, educator. That's my skill set right now. And so for me, that was picking up a camera, right? And obviously, there's ways to get money through doing that. But if yours is really, oh, I've invented a new drinking bottle and this would be better, then that's also, it's you're not associating, I can make a million pounds with that. It's go with the the deep down feeling that you had what's the success parameter don't just because i think often we as a business owner will say well it's the sometimes it's the dollar sign well can i pay my living can i pay you know my wage can i make 100k a year that will come if you give and what i'm ultimately trying to say is if you give the value of the thing that you want to create that that then results in being rewarded in many different ways. I think ultimately, if you have a purpose that is something beyond bringing in the money, mm. then in all likelihood, people will see that. They'll then Absolutely. resonate with you as an individual and what you're doing more mm. so, which is likely to drive further success. Mm. I think that people that have made YouTube channels purely to try and bring in money and with no real passion for what they're doing or not trying to have, you know, there's plenty of channels where people are just there having fun and they're just Mm, doing things for a lot, but they're enjoying the process and it's bringing in money, sponsorships, whatever else it happens to do. But the key point is they're doing it because they enjoy it Mm -hmm, first and mm -hmm. foremost. And then the next piece is that, oh, hey, it also brings in money. Absolutely. And that's the same yeah. for us. The whole point is to educate, bring knowledge to people and hopefully have people move from a financial position, which can be improved, mm-hmm. to something where they're happy with yeah. where they are, where people are happy with moving forward, either getting rid of debt, balancing their budgets better, moving into investments, whatever it happens mm. to be. Mm. And if everything stems from there mm. and it's from a fairly pure position of really wanting to help, mm-hmm. then that really helps people resonate more. And then the financial stuff comes Absolutely second, but it does yeah. come along. Absolutely. And that's what I focus on a lot of time. Like what's the most value I can can give with anything I'm creating because at the end of the day I'm giving up my life to do it you if you've got a business you're you know you're giving up part of your day or your year or whatever to do it you want to make sure that you've got that ripple effect so Matt asked me in the the show notes here to kind of explain some of the highs and lows of my journey then for the past three years but what I will say is it's definitely been 
a joint venture as in moral support, um, <laughs> emotional support, strategizing, technical support. It's definitely, it's been a two, two process here for sure. But something that I recall, and this is a great thing about life in general, whenever you start something, you tend to not have any idea of what it looked like two, three, five, ten years down the line. Three years seems remarkably quick for where we've got to. And I'm actually astonished at what we've been able to achieve. But I even know that I don't think this is even a quarter, a tenth of what what will then open up for the next 10 years or whatever. Um, the best thing I can say in my journey was the first year, 18 months felt slow as in just doing it because I loved it there was nothing else of there was nothing really life-changing that was happening to us but life-changing in terms of what I was giving to other people absolutely like, you, you, know, were, you were giving up a lot of time one of the first to talk about money on UK YouTube certainly the first female that I can really remember talking about it wasn't money nearly the investing. same market as it is now no, there's a lot more YouTubers really now, now. Um, whereas when you started and that's the thing I think you had to carve out mm. this kind of niche in this area Mm. and then what happens is people that then join later on mm. because of you're already doing it people are watching you then other people's videos will show up in recommendations Absolutely. and such like which like means that those you, who are doing it after the fact will generally have a slightly easier ride of being found yeah, that yeah. doesn't mean that you you do well out of not having decent content or mm. anything mm. but of just finding you in the first place mm -hmm. becomes a little bit easier. You getting to 5,000 subscribers, 10,000 yep. subscribers yep. would have taken a significant amount longer mm. than someone else that's doing something in a similar subject. Yeah, and the same will apply to other people who are maybe starting something in an area that is underpopulated. Mm -hmm. You'll do it and you'll find it's much more of a grind, much more work and effort and slow paced. Absolutely. And then if it gets popular enough, then other people might decide that they have something to say in the area. They'll do it. And because they'll show up on recommendations off the back of your videos, they'll probably just have an easier ride for some piece of it because they're being suggested. Yeah, possibly. But what I will say from that time, there was definitely times where I was like, you know, what's the point? I'm here making videos. It's, it's you know, I'm giving it my all. I feel that I'm meant to be doing this. But... I really want to be doing it full time. I want these life changing events for us. You know, I feel like it, it's time. And the great thing is having that experience. It was really, the, it's really been the past year, year solid that things have just really exponentially grown for us. Like properly, I put in place of passive incomes from the start, you know, books, spreadsheets. I, I knew all the kind of backbone, but it's with organic time and just, life and idea you know it just compounds it's almost like right can you put in the hard graft and then it gets easier I think the workflow yeah. gets easier because you're better at it and your skill set improves but the great thing is because I've had that 18 months where it felt like the seeds were under the ground and nothing was happening now when I'm getting people maybe message or chat to me and say oh I've just been trying and nothing's moving. I'm like, okay, wait a minute here. This is a crossroads that says, do you like it enough to keep going? Because the chances are it might take you another year to break through. It could take you six months. It could take you one month. Don't, do you want to keep going? And that's um, why your purpose and your value needs to be something other than money. Absolutely. Because if you money don't... Money will fade quick. Money will fade quickly, but also it doesn't turn up quickly mm -mm. often when you're starting something new. And therefore, you have to have a passion for it that sits outside of the income. Mm. So because 
our passion was to help people and educate people in an area that is generally been underserved Mm -hmm. then that was always something to kind of look back to and you mentioned the fact that we've got products that kind of sell passively but it's very easy as anybody in a business to think of oh what can I sell to people what can (laughs) I um, shove down their throats what can I decide that people really really need Mm -hmm. and persuade them that they need it even if they don't really, Mm. so I can make a few extra pounds. The fact is that actually the things that we have as supplementary Mm. products for people to buy into outside of the free YouTube channel, which people can watch, yes, granted it runs ads, but for the most part, the ads are not really that intrusive. And also that's YouTube's thing. They put that on there. We don't control any of that. But the key is that you've got a spreadsheet, but the spreadsheet is something that we use Mm. that actually is very well constructed that people can spend a small amount of money on relatively and manage their budgets and get a better view on what's happening. And it's got loads of sheets and everything else. It's really good. Your book Mm. is really good at outlining a mindset pattern to have Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and adjusting your relationship with money. First book of many, right? (laughs) Exactly. The the courses you've got, what they do is they just consolidate a bunch of your YouTube stuff with Mm. fresh content and new stuff. Yep. But ultimately taking people on a journey Mm. and making it curated information Mm. that is a lot easier to follow and process rather than maybe trying to find the right video for this, right video for that. But all of these things have had a purpose and a value to Mm. them, not because they'll bring in five pounds. It was just literally, I think I get inspiration and I just create. Like in the past... The past month, I think, since leaving work, we've put out, there'll be two products that are coming out already. We've got a planner, a paper planner, and I'm getting the digital version made so you can have it on your iPad, right? And that was all because it's, it was in my head. But we, we don't release tons of stuff for no. the sake of bringing in some money. The whole mm-hmm. point is we realise that some people don't like to deal with Excel-based money and everything else. So, so you bring out the paper version. Some people prefer to write things down. It feels more mm-hmm. tangible. So fine, we'll bring out a paper version of Mm. it so people can have that and it can work their way and ultimately there'll be people that then start to budget who wouldn't have done so far absolutely yeah and they can do that and I think the key that we both said really is consistency and it's often a bit of a cliche oh you know if you keep going uh, you hear that in MLM sometimes you know if you keep going you keep trying to sell but it works for a reason, but I think it's consistency, but not seeing it as a grudge, you know, not seeing it as something that's, oh, I've got to turn up. I'm not saying every single day I'm skipping, jumping, recording videos. <laughs> Some days I don't feel like it, but because I enjoy the process really, it's more just, it's, it's the natural self a bit kind of, mm-hmm. oh, I can't be bothered doing my hair and doing my makeup. But absolutely, consistency is key. And as I've said, you know, sometimes we have these moments where it feels like we're stuck and we go, right, okay, nothing's happening. This should be working by now. Those are actually the moments I've found where, yes, your habits, the same habits will keep you at this level. You have to change your habits. You have to change something you're doing because we've chatted about there's quite a lot of creators doing the same thing as me, the same style. Guess what? I need to now up the bar because, again, I'm feeling like I just, you know, there's too many people who look like me, sound like me. They might not be female. They might be men, you know, whatever. But we all kind of, we kind of, you know, talk the same way or do the same. Right. I need to step it up. And so that's something I'm exploring and whatever shape that needs to be. But I think you have to remember it's like working out or losing weight. If you feel stuck, 
there's something that you've got to change usually there's a little one degree turn that then boom that's the next level exactly i think that you need to be willing to learn willing to pivot willing to develop and willing to adjust your methods and your mm-hmm. processes in order to make sure that you're staying fresh and relevant for what you want to do, Mm. for keeping things enjoyable during your own process, and also potentially for your business to grow. So you read tons of books. I do. So so although before you started this, you read a few books and you read quite a lot more early on, you're still Mm -hmm. reading constantly. It's (laughs) non-fiction. And and the fact is that you're picking up new information, new stuff that you can work out how best that maybe other people can apply it to their world. And then you're able to formulate new videos and concepts Mm. off of the back of various things you might read, various ideas you have, various things you see in other people's lives as well. Mm -hmm. So there's always scope to learn something and to be able to then develop the business, the ideas moving forward Absolutely. in order to, to try to get a bit more from it or to provide a bit more value to the people that are buying into you. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think it's very good also not just to specialise in the one area. Like you're a person as well and you'll be interested. Like I'm learning how to play the violin all over again. So I used to play from about age six. I can play the violin, but you got me a couple of books so I can actually every day drill down, do exercises. It's that and actually that skill is helping me become more disciplined in the gym because I'm trying to show up in different ways so I turn up even though I might not see the end result and things like that so yes I think it's really important to make sure you're not just focusing only in your business area because sometimes you can be stuck as an as a business owner entrepreneur that that's all you think about results and you having a good day so unless I'm doing business work it means the rest of the day's been not worth anything no actually you went for a walk you ate right, you spent time with your family, plus you also had money in the bank so mm-hmm. you could do that another day. Boom, that's another thing. And from that, I suppose, it comes with the turf, but expect people not to like you. Like, if you're creating something and you're not working for someone else, they kind of, when you're in that hierarchy of working a nine-to-five job, unless you're running a big corporation, if there's always somebody who could take the criticism one level above right so if you're down at the bottom oh well it's your boss's fault if you muck something up potentially Mm -hmm. or a co-worker when you're working for yourself or just starting you've got to get used to you take the fall but also people are going to attack you more well, like it's what, not just your product that's crap, it's you that's crap as well. Well, what you'll find is early on, people will be supportive, um, especially friends and family and such like. But what happens is as you start to get a little bit of success, then mm. it starts to niggle people's pain points mm. of where maybe they've done they've things not, in the past yeah, and they've failed. Yeah. So what you'll find is friends, family and, and those kind of people you might find that some of them start to begrudge success. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you get to a point where you don't work a nine to five anymore and your friends are still working nine to five and then suddenly there's whispers behind your back about things even though all you're doing is just working in a different way to them. Also, if you do anything where you're in the public eye, Mm -hmm. like for you on YouTube, people can leave comments and videos. So therefore you get a lot of nice comments, but sometimes people just say, I don't like you. Yeah. <laughs> or your face is You're stupid or what, whatever. It doesn't make a difference what it is. Yeah. But the fact is you have to expect critics and you have to get some tough mm, skin mm. in order to say to yourself, you know what, 
I'm not going to let that get to me. I'm not mm. going to let that dictate how I move forward. Mm. And actually, I'm just going to focus on doing well. Because ultimately, you could be the nicest person in the world. Yeah. You could be doing the greatest things in the world. But someone will just call you out in a negative way about it. Yeah. They just will. It just success often drives out the worst in other people. Absolutely. So therefore, you have to expect that that's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And you have to learn how to like, let it wash over you as much as possible. Yeah, exactly. And I, I've had conversations in the past week where people were like, well, listen, you're getting nearly to 100k. So expect people to want to take you out. Like... That especially in the especially in a world of content creation or businesses, if you're maybe a creator or something where it's very very similar the job that you do, or even let's say you make a particular software and somebody else is very similar, this mentality of well we can be in front because we've we've knocked down everybody else. You're not really then the best based on your talents. You're the best because in some way you've bullied everyone else. So that they drop down and i think in business we see a lot of this old school mentality of if i just fight my way to the top then i can feel good about myself it's, it's really insecurity isn't it it's like okay you've achieved something but i can't possibly feel good unless i take you down and, and label you well and in your particular case it's actually a really really stupid mindset because mm. unlike a mobile phone you're mm. going to go out you're going to buy one mobile phone yeah so either apple or samsung or lg or whoever yep. is going to get your business and everyone else loses out youtube is free and people will probably not just watch one person and one video. They will look at various things yep, yep, and yep. people will binge watch or they'll sit there for whatever. Mm. But the fact is that if someone watches one person's video, no one else loses market share. No one else loses money. Mm. No one else loses anything. In actual mm -hmm. fact, if someone's doing well... In all likelihood, if you've got content that's in a similar field, mm. you could show up as a recommendation on the side of it, mm -hmm. which means that that person's success is driving traffic to you. Yes. Yeah. So there's people in your field. Yep. I guarantee you, if they had started off without you being in the field and without anybody else being there, mm. that they would not be the size they are at the pace they got there. Yeah, possibly. Categorically, because they do not have that kind of foundation of um, a I guess a range of people searching for a particular mm, subject mm. matter or you show you giving your videos showing recommendations on the side for them or whatever mm. else. So people forget that actually someone that's doing well mm. will generally help the rest of that particular marketplace, whether yeah. you're in technology yeah, or yeah, cars or photography, field, whatever yeah, you create exactly. the field and then your search terms are more widely looked at. And at which point then other people that are doing similar things will also be found absolutely absolutely and uh, that's something i've had to learn probably more recently actually is like you need to be okay with people not liking you and that's something that's one of my fundamental things i've struggled with pretty much all my life like people can just not like you because literally your face looks a certain like really as barmy or that you've got brown eyes or that you've or that you say the word murder a certain way like well, well to be fair <laughs> you know my scottish accent I, comes out <laughs> i think most people can resonate i know when i was working in office-based business that i could look at certain people <laughs> and be like i just don't like you never spoken to you in my life never had an interaction with you yeah. but you are just someone 
I'm not going to like. Mm-hmm. And at which point then I've been at the workplace for maybe a and couple of years. And you found out they're nice. Well, actually, no, I just never spoke to them. <laughs> but because there was never any reason to. Yeah. So yeah. it's not because I avoided them. They were never going to be part of a circle that I was speaking to. Mm. They were never in mm. a team or department that I needed to interact yeah. with. Yeah. So at which point I just didn't like the way they looked and therefore I felt like I was not going to get along with them. And I never needed to. So actually, it didn't matter. Yeah. It didn't matter either way what I thought about them because they don't impact my life in any way but so i can understand how yeah. people could say i don't like your face i think that a lot of people will go into work and say yeah that that person's a douche i don't like them have you and spoken to them no no never. exactly but that's something i've had to get get to grips with because i'm the type of person that's like well wait a minute you don't even know me well wait a minute you're judging me and then it can yeah but i've got much much better and i think actually because this isn't my first business like we've mentioned i had a dance school i've had other things that you've had to deal with customers and people i'm actually better now that realizing sometimes people are just funny yeah (laughs) like genuinely it's not a reflection on you it's actually because maybe something's gone wrong in the house or they're annoyed at their upbringing or they're annoyed at the time that they're 14 and somebody didn't like there could be a whole background that you're just and the best answer to that is people can be any way to you that they choose the best option for you is just to be kind first of all something you keep reminding me don't speak to people who are crazy (laughs) and like if somebody is just annoyed at you wanting to be in a fight the best thing you can do is just be like okay yeah, okay. Or, like, or, just, or just ignore it entirely. Exactly. So the next thing we'll look at is the fact that anything is possible. I loved when you wrote this in the notes. I loved that. So you don't need to set yourself a target because the problem is if you set yourself a target, you also set yourself a limit. Mm, mm. And if you say, I'm going to get to this point in two years time, mm. well, then you're not allowing it to happen in six Quicker. months. We've, we've covered this a lot. Of you're not allowing yep. you to be more than mm. you thought you could be. The fact is that we couldn't have imagined where we were going to be no. or anything. And I can't imagine where we're going to be in the next year, two years, nope. three years. No, exactly. But also I'm not trying to. Mm-hmm. Because anything is possible, mm-hmm. I'm not sitting here trying to plan and organize mm. what things might look like. All we can do is focus on what is next for us Mm -hmm, what mm -hmm. value can we provide what type of videos content what kind of ideas products that might help people whatever Mm -hmm, it happens to be mm -hmm. what can we do in order to stick with the purpose which is to educate and to assist absolutely and then where that takes us will will be where it is exactly no i love that that's great advice and it's something we've spoken about like people will say oh write down smart goals write down a goal in time tuesday i'm going to have a million pounds and it's going to be the greatest thing is actually just going do you know what i feel like i want to earn this amount of money or this would really be the next decision tends to be with us money equates to lifestyle designing right it's yeah like, or gives you the option to make different choices yes. so like okay if we had this that feels like actually i can give up my day job let's yep. say right which we did or you leaving your corporate job yep. or um, something we we're doing this week is buying a, a new car for you out in cash so we had the goal that it had to be in cash that's very particular to us mm-hmm. so when the money appeared and it's come pretty much as quick as it needed to the money's there boom then we we make the decision and so don't get stuck in a lot of people spend too much time analyzing spreadsheets about their growth pattern yes you can get bombarded but then you take away the joy of just one day turning up and going oh wow i've i've done that oh wow like there's the first time somebody buys a product from you 
like that excitement. It's just to be, oh, wow, somebody believes in me. Oh, wow, you know, somebody sees the value. So just enjoy those little light bulb moments and, and don't put pressure on this thing to create something that might be taking a lot quicker or, you know, a lot further what needs organically. Ultimately, because anything is possible, really all you can focus on is the activities and the tasks that you need to do in order to move your business forwards. Absolutely. So for you, it's, I need to create a certain amount of videos per week or per month, or whatever it happens to be. We like to produce a podcast and release one once a week. So we need to make sure that we're in a position where we're releasing a podcast once a week. So we've got to record once a week or record a couple back-to-back to to give us a few weeks off, whatever it happens to be. But that's the task. How it grows and how it develops will depend Mm. on how good you are at your content, how informational it is, how much people might resonate with you, how much people enjoy it, how many Mm -hmm. people are actually able to find it through keyword searches and all those kind of things. But ultimately, all you can focus on is, let me do the work Mm -hmm. and the rest will come into place if the work is good enough. Absolutely, absolutely. And the final thing that's really important from the past three years in particular is giving as well. So this is a, a money habit. Our money habits are in our business as well. It's as, not just money though. It's not just money because giving, I'm giving time. We're giving time. Well, right, we're also things. giving knowledge. Think about knowledge, this. Yes, For every yeah. book that you've purchased mm. and you've read that has information in it that is new to you, mm. generally you're taking some of that. Yep. You're yep. working out how to apply that to our lives if yep. it's valuable in yep. that way. And then you're also sharing that same knowledge with the people on YouTube channels or looking at your website or Instagram or wherever else it happens to be. Mm -hmm. So it's not just sharing money. Mm. It's not just sharing your time, but it's also sharing your knowledge and information. No, that's true. But I just, I was thinking about money as well. So I'm assuming you're going to give your time. You're going to give, as you see, knowledge. But something that's been key is actually investing in your business yourself investing in other people so if you need structures there employ people with stuff that takes up most of your time so we have an editor for my videos equally if that was working that it wasn't something that was of great benefit we'd strip that back but right now absolutely adore having that freedom with my time to not edit every video and um, there's things like matt will edit the podcast you'll do stuff for the kempson house so that we kind of distribute so it's, it's all about this constant flow of giving and serving and making sure you're you're doing everything that feels right and feels inspired so i wanted to close up the podcast by giving our best practical advice we've talked a lot high level i feel in this episode but what's the very practical things that really have been the game changer so i'm going to kick off the first thing i can say is there's a task called design your money tree that i've talked about in a couple of videos and we mentioned on this podcast when you're thinking about the flow of money, which is important, I don't expect you to be poor when you're running your own business. I think that's a, not a good way to have a business at all. I want you to think of flow of money being as passive as possible. So passive being where you do not have to show up your time at a certain time to get money. So that could be, let's say you're um uh, somebody who cuts hair, right? I'm just pulling that off the top. If you're a hairdresser, you could also, for passive income, obviously you cutting hair is time for money, I get that, but you could also have an Instagram feed where you're sharing top tips, colouring advice at home right now, how mm-hmm. to cut your hair at home, your kids' hair, 
well, one day companies might want to work with you, Sang. <laughs> well, I'm not sure you really want to show people how to cut their own hair because otherwise no, that you know may be I mean. eating into your business. <laughs> no, but what you could do is you could share your knowledge. You yep. can share things. Like, Absolutely. You could even do a master class where you show how to mix up the colours and how to do yep. that at home. You could even do a course, you know, training other hairdressers Absolutely. and things like that. I think so, my thought process would be in this area. So let's say that you want to um, produce greetings cards mm. well you could either do custom greetings cards for every customer that comes along which means that someone buys a card and you're sitting there and you make the card mm. or you can make some really nice designs and have them produced en masse yes um, yep. and your designs on the card or printed on demand whatever it happens to be but that means that you create once and if one person buys it or a thousand buy people buy it or a million people buy it your process was still just that one-time creation. So yes. in an ideal world, you would be in a position where people can buy into who you are and what you've done. Yes. And you can be asleep. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's the key to the passive income. It's the business still can sell things. Things can happen. People can buy into you and what you do. And you can be asleep and not need to be present for that to be delivered mm -hmm. to the end user. Mm -hmm, absolutely and the next thing off of that so trying to think of this money tree maximize it don't be afraid also to charge what you're worth like genuinely make sure it does pay the bills it's harder when you're starting out i think you I feel like that. i don't know I what that. i'm doing mm. i'm new to this and therefore i just want to see some money come in yeah, but actually what you should be trying to do absolutely is price yourself in a place where it's right for what you'd want to be charging mm. in a year's time. Yes, exactly. So that you have got balance, so that you're not working 50 hours a week, 100 hours a week, but you've got less money, right? It's the balance. The other thing is, you know, designing what your ideal week and day is, right? So whatever commitments you have in your life that's important to you, your health, your well-being, your family, take a blank calendar and say, actually, where do I want to work? Okay, so that's something that we've been definitely doing. Like on a day like today, the kids are at school. Yay, we finally made it to that part of lockdown mm -hmm. where they're back. But it was, I needed to make sure I had quiet time and had my workout before we thought about business stuff because I need to, business is not the most important thing. I am in Absolutely, my longevity yeah. so that I can show up. And so coming along with that is, don't be afraid to turn down things either. Like genuinely, it's okay to turn down clients or people paying for your services this is an area that you struggled because of you I'm want, getting better now you're, you're getting better, better. At it. but because of you want to be liked yes that means that saying no to people it's for you yeah, it's yeah. a trigger because it's like i'm not doing something good for someone else yeah. which means that maybe they'll like me a bit less because i've said no absolutely but ultimately you can't say yes to everything. Yep, absolutely. It kind of, for me, giving and saying no are fairly similar. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If you can't learn to do it when things are small, so when mm. there's hardly anybody asking you for your time, mm. if someone asks you for your time, you're almost very keen to say yes. But if it's a pointless yeah. thing or no value for the other people or no value for you, and I'm not talking about financial, I'm talking about lots of criteria. Mm -hmm. If you can't do it when things are small, then when you become much bigger much more popular and there's a lot more requests it's much harder to do mm. the same as with the giving if you can't give five pounds of your money at the moment mm. then if suddenly you're a multi-millionaire it's going to be hard it's, it's going to be, be much hard. harder to yeah. sending out tens of thousands out it's, the door to charity it's the same as saving and investing if you can't save five pounds right now you're going to really struggle saving a hundred pounds or a hundred like it's just it's all muscles and that really get, leads me on to the last piece of practical advice 
just to understand that good things take time to grow. Like they say Rome wasn't built in a day, but I talk about almost like this flower or a tree. You've got the stages where you're planting and you're weeding and you know, you're doing the water. You're not seeing anything good out of it. It sucks, right? I get it. You want the immediate result, but actually everything that you've really taken time for, it tends to grow much quicker when it breaks through. So just like be aware that there's different seasons of your business. You you don't need to be in summer every single time, like boom, 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 boom. You can have a winter where you're just like, do you know what? I'm just going to make one podcast a week and one video, or I'm just going to design one card this month and I'm going to take the rest of the month to just grow my business, just meet new people. Like, be aware of what season you feel you're writing because I feel a lot of time we get inspiration and please don't just do what some guru is telling you to do. Do what you believe is right because your journey, your business, your passion, you will get the inspiration that you're meant to act upon. And so with that, I really hope today's episode has been useful for you. If you're thinking about doing something differently this year, new year, new me and all that, I'd love to know in you know, any comments, reach out to us and let us know if you're starting something. And if this has been useful on our reflections, it'd be really good fun to keep doing this uh, reflections on a business for years and years to come. I'm sure yeah. we'll have lots of insight. So I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. As I said, if you have, please hit subscribe. You can hear all our new episodes. And also, why not give us a five-star review? The podcast system seems to like those kind of things. Maybe it will help other people find us. So five-star review. Go do it quickly now. It's not that difficult. Just press the button, write a few words. You'll enjoy it. And also you can listen to our past episodes. There's 40. That's going to keep you going through a lot of walks or a lot of gym sessions or just if you want a wee bit of quiet time. So thank you for listening to us this week and we'll speak to you very soon.